Welcome to the best leadership newsletter ever. I'm Jeff Matlow, and this is issue 255, The Wisdom in Wombat Poop, a lesson in strategic leadership. Here's an interesting fact. Wombats are the only animals in the known universe that poop in squares. Now for clarity, I'm not saying that a bunch of wombats stand in a square formation to poop. They aren't square dancing, and they certainly aren't a marching band. What I mean is that every wombat's feces is shaped like a cube. Interesting, right? I thought so too. Hey, if you don't know what a wombat is, I'm going to tell you because that's the kind of guy I am. A wombat is what happens if a capybara and a teddy bear have a love child. However, unlike its parents, a wombat isn't a rodent or a stuffed animal. It's a marsupial and it's closer in relation to a kangaroo or a koala than anything else. And like 70% of all other marsupials on this earth and 100% of all Vegemite eaters, the wombat lives in Australia. Now, none of this is important to my story. I just wanted to make sure you got the image of the furry creature pooping out a casino's quantity of dice. But fear not, amigo, there's actually a point to all of this. And the point lies in the strategic leadership lesson buried within the wombat's poop. But I'll get to that in a minute. First, let's talk about Kodak. Now, here's an interesting fact that you probably never cared about, but are going to in a minute. Kodak invented the digital camera. Surprising? Nah, not really. After all, Kodak was in the camera business already. They were the leading photo film company in the world. Inventing the digital camera was a big step forward, though. It was such an important move, it could have transformed their business from the analog film of the 20th century to the digital world of the 21st. In fact, with this one invention, Kodak was positioned to be the most important brand in digital photography. Instead, it led them to bankruptcy. You see, though they invented the digital camera, they ignored any growth strategy around digital photography. Instead, Kodak continued to focus its efforts on the operations of the traditional photo film business. And in the blink of an eye, the digital revolution steamrolled over Kodak. It flattened them. They invented the future, but they had no strategic leadership vision to own it. So they all but disappeared which leads us to Xerox. The name Xerox was so popular in the photocopier market that the brand was practically synonymous with the term make a copy. Back in the 70s and 80s, make a Xerox of this was as common to say as let me Google that is now. Here's an interesting fact you probably didn't know. Xerox invented the personal computer. They also invented the laser printer and Ethernet, and they invented the computer mouse, and so many other things. In fact, it's safe to say that Xerox paved the path for the entire computer age. They discovered a generation of products that are standard in today's world. But discovering something means absolutely nothing if you don't do anything with it. Though Xerox had so many groundbreaking inventions that would change the world, They didn't prioritize a growth strategy to incorporate those items into their business model. Instead, Xerox just continued to prioritize its operations in the photocopier business, 
it was a strategic leadership failure. Rather than building personal computers, Xerox decided they'd be better off simply licensing their personal te computer technology to someone else. As it turns out, along came this ambitious youngster who thought Xerox's ideas were pretty cool. The kids somehow convinced Xerox to license their technology to him in exchange for a few shares of his startup company. The kid's name was Steve Jobs. And yada, 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 Apple became the largest company in the world built on the back of Xerox's invention of the personal computer. Xerox, on the other hand, went bankrupt. And this, of course, brings us right to the wombat and the importance of its square poop in your leadership life. One of the most commonly cliched idioms in the human language is trying to fit a square peg through a round hole. I'm guessing you know the meaning, right? It's when you try to make something fit where it doesn't belong. In the business world, it could be used when a company moves an employee to a role that doesn't match their skill set. For instance, if you have a technically savvy software developer who's put in a strategic marketing role, it's like trying to fit a square peg through a round hole. I've got a fundamental problem with this square peg round hole thinking. And Kodak and Xerox are actually prime examples of my problem, which is probably why I talked about them in the first place. When people say you can't fit a square peg in a round hole, they're always referring to it as a matter of effort. The thinking is that you'd have to force the company to do something that is operationally unable to do at that time. And that's the problem. To fit a square peg in a round hole is not about operations and effort. It's about strategy. Let me explain. As a strategic leadership consultant, I work with many companies that need to transform themselves in order to grow. In fact, Many of my consulting clients are 30 to 130 person founder-led companies, and almost every founder-led company at that stage must transform itself to get beyond its plateau. But transformation is not an overnight thing. You don't flip a switch and suddenly improve company culture. You don't press a button and suddenly triple your sales, and you don't try to pound a peg through the wrong hole and expect everything to not break into pieces. If a company has become used to operating in a certain way, sudden changes to those operations will usually create more chaos than calm. Kodak couldn't immediately turn into a digital camera company, and Xerox couldn't immediately turn into a personal computer company, and your teenager won't immediately start cleaning their room every day when they've been a slob for most of their life despite your efforts to help them change, which always seems to lead to annoying arguments anyway. But I digress. The wombat didn't magically come into existence with its poop already cute. If poops were meant to be squared, it'd be that way for more than just one living being. Tap into your inner Charles Darwin for a second here. The wombat creates square feces for a reason, an evolutionary reason. It has a purpose, and over a period of time, evolution slowly altered its bodily operations to achieve its ultimate goal, cubed poop. The wombat's poop is living proof that with a focus on purpose, strategy, and patience, you can, in fact, fit a square peg through a round hole. Or, in the case of the wombat, a square poop through a round butthole. 
How does this apply to business and strategic leadership? I'm glad you asked that question. We've already established that pounding the peg through the hole won't work. That's operationally simplistic thinking. In the words of Steve Jobs, you need to think different. Caveman thinking will try to force that square peg through the round hole, but it's strategic leadership that will try to think of creative ways to make them fit. So how about this? You go to your toolbox and you take out a wood file. You slowly file down the sides of that round hole. One day you file a little piece off here, the next day a little piece off there. It doesn't feel like things are changing that much. In fact, maybe nobody even notices anything different from one day to the next. But after a while of focus filing, people may suddenly notice that the round hole is turning into a different shape. And with enough time, that square magically fits perfectly into the hole as if it were meant to be there in the first place. To do this in the real world, there are three important elements. Number one, understand your end goal. Number two, develop the strategy to get there. And number three, have the patience to make it happen. Let's say you want to create a more transparent culture. That's your goal. Maybe you start with an assessment of how team members view the current level of transparency. Once you finish that assessment, you probably should be transparent with the team about the results. And after all, the goal is transparency, right? Perhaps then you ensure transparency becomes part of your company's core values. Once it's part of the core values, you begin to integrate those values into employee reviews and weekly one-on-ones. And you have transparent discussions with employees about transparency. Meanwhile, you focus on increasing transparent discussion on Slack or Teams or whatever communications platform you use. And by the way, if you don't use a communications platform, it's a great time to download Slack and tell your team that you're doing it to help create more transparency. I'm sure you see where this is going. Each step is like filing away another part of that round hole. With enough of these small filing efforts and some patience, you'll have transformed the hole to allow the square peg to fit in perfectly. So next time you're intimidated about trying to make the impossible possible, discard that Xerox and Kodak model of operational planning and embrace the evolution of the wombat's cubed poop. With just a little purpose, strategy, and patience, you can make your impossible come true. Thanks for listening to the best leadership newsletter ever. Please subscribe. I'll talk to you next time.